It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 And let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Mukau Rich, bringing the bull, Danny. <laughs> oh, just kidding. No Danny this week. It's sad. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> oh, good shit. Maybe next week for Danny. Well, he's probably uh, planning and strategizing on his next career move. You think so? You think that's what he's doing? I think his male model bid uh, didn't go anywhere. I thought it had. Uh, Went about as well as his Red Bull sponsorship. (laughs) Yeah. That's somewhere. Yeah. Uh, So here's a question for you guys to kick us off. What do you think it would take for a company like a Red Bull or some other whatever company, you know, to actually like be, you know what, man? Yeah. I, I, I'd fuck with cigars. All right. Yeah. Let's do something together outside of alcohol companies. Hmm. I don't think they would. Mm-hmm. I think their parent companies might, but I don't think they would. Right, you go up a level and over, maybe you could find something. But Red Bull's never going to be associated with cigars unless, like, Michael Jordan smokes a cigar and drinks a Red Bull at the same time on accident. Right, so I think you just answered it. It would have to be somebody <laughs> that they're bigger than the backlash that they would get from the cigar smoke. And it has to not feel like they placed that ad either. Mm-hmm. So. so I was thinking about this the other day and so I haven't drank pop in two months, right? Yeah. And Have you had any soda? I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, but as we've talked about Dr. Pepper, Coke, sometimes they go really good with cigars. So sometimes, you know, I would, I would like to do that. So I was researching, you know, alternatives, Coke Zero, there's a Coke Cherry. So apparently Coke Zero Cherry is supposed to be phenomenal. Have you guys tried that? No. No. Me neither. Coke Zero is fine. It's not that bad. No, I enjoy it. it either. I drink diet soda, though. No, I can't do that. No. It tastes like battery acid, and I fucking love it. How, how do you know what battery acid tastes like? Because I drink Diet Mountain Dew. So That sounds terrible, man. Oh, I love it. Do you ever drink it with cigars? No. No, there's, there's a line there. I have, I have oh, some oh, taste now we, now we have standards. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's exactly right. Because I remember, man, and Drew, Drew and I would drink 
Dr. Pepper, ginger ale, Hell yeah. Red Bull, Coke from time to time, cherry Coke. I mean, there were some of those, like, like Red Bull goes great with cigars. I'm not a yep. sugar-free Red Bull guy, but regular Red Bull is fantastic with cigars. That's true. It's fantastic on its own. Yeah, that's it. Um, so I was having this, so it kind of spurred all this. I was having a conversation with one of my buddies today because he was asking me about how I felt about, like, if I ever eaten while smoking a cigar. And typically, I do not like that at all. Agreed. Like, you know, you eat, then you smoke. But there is one exception, and that is certain desserts go fantastic while you're smoking a cigar. Like what? Yeah. Um, chocolate cake, uh, ice cream. I guess any kind of cake really just depends what you like. I like chocolate cake. Uh, I love ice cream while I'm smoking a cigar. Um, and I really like that actually. Cake, ice cream on cake is probably my favorite thing. If I'm going to eat something with a cigar. You're just making me hungry. I know, man. That's because I'm hungry. <laughs> Drew, do you do you eat anything with your cigars? Sometimes. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, I don't typically, but if you're going to eat something while smoking a cigar, you make something good. I think any of those uh, cake-like desserts, tiramisu, mm-hmm. come on now. Ooh. That sounds fucking yeah. good. Yeah, that really sounds good. But any of those, uh, I don't know, those cakes, yeah, all those kind of baked flavors go go great with uh, cigars. Nothing, yeah, nothing I, specific, but uh, I mean, I've I have eaten more than I th- I think more than just like a meal. I don't want to sit and have like a like a hamburger and a cigar or something. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Have yeah, a hamburger and then a cigar. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're you're right. It's messed up the other way. So it's already getting colder here. I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> My eyes watering, trying to smoke in the car during the winter again. But that's just the reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had asked you guys last week about Zoom sessions and stuff like that. So I, I was talking to some other people, and I guess there's what, what has happened over the course of the last few months is, you know, like how there was all of these Zooms where basically everybody was invited and you just get together and and smoke and whatever. Are you telling me we're just not invited anymore? That's that's what what it is. Yeah, that's, I think, what it is, is I think that there are ones that are still definitely going on um, all the time and (laughs) we're just not a part of it. So, but I think, I mean, look, I think that's great because, in my opinion... By November at the latest, we're going to see another pickup in in uh, in Zooms and in, in Google Chats or whatever the fuck. 
Google video, whatever it's called, and all of that <laughs> stuff. I really do. And that has nothing to do with Corona. I mean, it's just, I think that, I do think that people are going to be a little more hesitant to go to the cigar lounges in the winter. I really do. I mean, you wouldn't know it today, by the way. I mean, like, even today, like, I went to the gym, and I think three out of the 15 or 20 people there were wearing masks while they were working out. Okay? Luck, I mean, luckily, I was, you know, the gym's big enough to where I wasn't near anybody, but people are starting to relax. And, and that's fine, dude. If you're cool with getting sick, I get that. Fine. That's a risk you're willing to take. I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get a fucking cold, let alone get coronavirus. My business relies on my taste buds, for better or worse. Some people might say, well, maybe a reset might not be bad for you. But <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, that, that just, you know, that, that's detrimental, big time. And sure. so uh, <laughs> I, I do think that, though, come winter, I think people will be like, man, I don't know. Do I really want to go sit with a bunch of motherfuckers in a cl- an enclosed area uh, with really no ventilation. I mean, we how long have we been talking about cigar lounge ventilation? <laughs> yeah. Imagine with that shit in the air. You know? No thanks. And then there's people in the south that are just like, whatever, I'm going to be outside. Yeah, there's that. It'll be interesting. But with that said, I think that's why we're going to see a pickup in uh, in some of the Zoom um, and, and Google Video or Skype or whatever stuff over the next few months. Could be. Just tough to, to know exactly what people are going to do. There's a lot, of, a lot of predictions and a lot of them are not very good mm-hmm. in terms of how people are going to act. Just multiply the stupidity factor by about five or ten, and I think you probably got it figured out. Well, wow, that's a big number. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's like, that's nowhere near enough. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yep. Is anything good happening for you guys these days? Let's talk about good shit for a minute. Not particularly. Oh, I do want to say thank you to uh, Yogi 1966 for that badass sign. So he is uh, he works for the New York Department of Transportation where he makes a bunch of signs. That's what he does for a job or for you know career. And uh, yeah, man, he made that sign for me that I posted today. So that was really fucking cool, and I really appreciate that. Uh, just really cool, man, and, and I appreciate you, and, and thank you for uh, supporting the brand so much. So That was pretty cool. Yes. Where are you going to put it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't go anywhere. That's the problem. I, I, like I said, I might just like make a belt out of it and just wear it like a fucking like a WWE wrestler. Oh, you should. <laughs> You know, you can hit people with it too. Exactly. Seems perfect. 
Just when when you can go back on the road, you need to take it on like a little pole with you, and then when you pull up next to the shop, just park and mm-hmm. put the stick out with your sign on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that it endear me to the retailer <laughs> that I'm trying to get in their humidor. <laughs> they already staked so, out your spot. They had a parking spot for me. So, yeah, it wasn't going that well to begin with, let alone, you know, you come in like an arrogant prick. Actually, that might actually work to my... Yeah, you gotta, you gotta try a new edge, man. Right. It's like if there's a whole chocolate cake there, you go lick it, it's all yours. Right. right? Yep. You just, just call it. Seems legit. A little different angle. <laughs> yeah, I like it. A little edgy. I think it would be funny. I'd do it. <laughs> I don't know you would. <laughs> I do miss being on the road, though. I. It is very difficult not to be. Now, there are some some guys that are back on the road. You know, the reps have been on the road for, for a while now. Um, but uh, you're starting to see some of the principals get back on the road and stuff. and um, Which is, I mean, that's great that there's some sort of return to normalcy. As far as I'm concerned, though, the uh, risk-reward just isn't there right now. Yeah, it's uh, tough. I don't know where are are enough shops even open to. I don't know who's open, who's not, like state wise. I think everybody pretty much is open to a certain degree. I don't know if some are limiting capacity or what, but. Yeah, but even as like a rep, they're not allowing people in the store some places, right? I mean, you can't come to the store, but you can still come and pick up cigars type of deal. I think there's some of that, yeah. I, I know some reps have been telling me that some of the shops don't, re- like, they're not as, oh, sit down and let's bullshit type of deal. They're more like, all right, cool, man, good to see you. You can fucking leave now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, uh, yeah. if you got to be yeah. at quarter capacity, they can only fit four people in there at one time, and you're one of them, and you're not buying anything. You're just selling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been been telling a lot of a lot of you guys. I've been telling you guys a lot and, and our listeners for a while. Like, hey, if there are some cigars that you really like, you should probably stock up on them. Um, I stand by that. I would suggest you you do that because there are definitely product disruptions. So. Just a word to the wise. <laughs> Just a, a sign of things to come or that are already here. Well, I think I think it's it's all industries. I think uh, I saw a statistic or a study the other day of all of like the supply chain lines across multiple. I mean, obviously, they don't give a fuck about cigars, but other industries that were experiencing uh, issues with with production or getting stuff to to the to the consumer or whatnot. And uh, cigars are not immune. So. No. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it takes people to make them too, right? Every step yeah. of that chain has has manual steps mm-hmm. involved in it. Yeah. Right. People ship them. Like it's not just like you know, here's a factory that churns stuff out. Put it on mm-hmm. a truck that you need one guy to take care of. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of hands involved, as they have pointed out many times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if any business really is susceptible to this getting worse, it's it's ours. I mean, people get sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, buy patina now. <laughs> Uh, I think we'll be okay, at least for a while. I mean, dude, I... Listen. No, tell him to buy it anyway, dude. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. They can buy it later, too. You can buy yeah, it now. Yeah, you can buy it multiple later. times. But here's the thing, man, like... it. People... Uh, human behavior will never... And look, I've talked about this for years now. We've been doing this. Just human behavior always will boggle my mind. I'll never... I mean... It's insane. But, I mean, there's a lot of shit I want to say, and I wish I could, but I don't want to, I guess, jeopardize any relationships with people. But it is, uh, it's crazy to watch some of the patterns that are going on right now in the cigar market. I believe it. What's going yeah. on? Let's hear it. No, we're not not going down that road. No? Burn some bridges, dude. I don't know what no. patterns are going on. Tell me patterns. You don't have to do uh, burn bridges. Well, I mean, like I said, okay, the first thing is, intent. if there's cigars you like, you probably want to get them. Yeah. Right? Um, I think if my thesis holds true, and lounges will be less than max capacity come the winter months, at least, again, in cold weather states, um, where typically you would see more people at the lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if that thesis holds true, and then guys are ordering more online, for example, or whatever, um, you're going to want to be a retailer that has product versus doesn't. Yeah. And for sure. is waiting on back orders. So that's just, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> well, they don't have, they haven't ran their business right. And now they're behind and can't. Yeah. How do you stock up after you haven't sold anything for months compared to what you usually do? Well, but they mm-hmm. haven't prepared for, uh, I mean, running a good, good business is preparing for the worst at some point in time and going, what happens if I can't sell cigars? My shop can't be open for, you know, even a couple of months. What what do right. I do? What's my strategy to do that? Do I have enough money in the bank? Do, do I have enough inventory and enough money in the bank to take care of things, to keep going, to keep this open? Or am I living my business paycheck to paycheck and week by week by selling some cigars. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. And in, in addition to that too, bro, is like, 
you see, I remember, man, I was, I was at a shop. The guy was talking shit about another shop in the area. Man, I don't understand why that guy has all that back stock. He just sits there and piles inventory and this and that. And when shit comes like this, where there are points in time, okay, let's think back a couple years ago when, you know, Nicaragua was on the verge of a fucking civil war. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to get stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. What if that happens? <clears throat> I mean, this is like, I guess my point is that the whole supply chain with cigars is real, real fragile. Okay. And maybe not so much for Dominican cigars because they have like pretty decent stability there. But like, dude, if your favorite cigars are coming out of, you know, Honduras or like Nicaragua, um, it is, it could, things could go the other way pretty quickly, unfortunately. So I'm I'm pretty safe then I'm good. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuba's fine. De- but um, I meant Dominican. <laughs> no changes there at all. Yeah. Well, actually there is. I bet. That's what I'm I saying. Bet there is. Yeah. You can no longer right. You can no longer bring in cigars from Cuba. Yep. Yeah. The actual change there will be nothing in reality, right? Right. Just more people smuggling stuff, but. That's true. You can't bring cigars, rum, whatever from Cuba anymore. When did that change? Mm-hmm. Uh, just just now, I guess. I think a couple of days ago, literally. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a Trump administration change to roll back Obama stuff. I gotcha. Not a COVID deal then. No, it's I a, hadn't heard it's anything. A, we don't like Cuba deal. Gotcha. No, that's that's not accurate either. <laughs> well Yeah. 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 <laughs> we could yeah. get into all the specifics, but that's not yeah. the point. Yeah, we're not going to. Um, but, yeah, so that that's interesting. But I guess my point is, like, whether you're a consumer, retailer, whatever, you're going to want to get your inventory. You're going to want to get what you enjoy and all of that because the the supply chain is very fragile right now. So not just not just in cigars but in a lot of stuff. Let's let's go back to the you had a person say you know, oh that 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 company or that business over there is stockpiling cigars. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing that? And people are getting pissed at that. But that guy's preparing for a future, right? For himself, for his business, for his employees. Yeah, I mean as long as his cash flow could support having inventory, why not? I so, mean, you're never out of stock. Just to be a little controversial, yeah, isn't that what some people did at the beginning of COVID, and then they got called hoarders? People were pissed at them. What you mean with toilet paper? Well, whatever. Toilet paper, meat was kind of a thing at one point in time, but lots of stuff. Right. And people were like, "Oh, they're hoarding." Aren't you still? Aren't you protecting your family and providing for your family? And if you have the means to do that and hold on to it. There's probably different levels of it, right? If you're ordering an intelligent amount for your business, it's probably going to be different from trying to corner the market on patina cigars, for example. Well, absolutely. Uh, I I, I agree there's a line, but some people that, I mean, if I went to the store during COVID and I bought enough meat to last me, I don't know, say a month or a couple weeks, some people would be like, Mm -hmm. you're hoarding it. 
I didn't buy a year's worth. I didn't buy every cow in the in the tri-state area. <laughs> I mean, I would be hoarding, I think, at that point. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That right. is excessive. Yeah. And that's that is then affecting everyone else. But if I'm just trying to take care of my business in the guy's sense or my family, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just looking at your or your the, view. The way that I would both. think about it, where that line is, is if you're trying to sell it for a profit later because Absolutely. you know people are are screwed and you're no. taking advantage of it, that's not great. Mm-hmm. Or if you're right. trying to return it because you bought so much of it that you found out you were stupid. Oops, I fucked up. Right. And now I don't have now I don't have money to pay rent. <laughs> right. Those are the places where I would draw the line, I guess. <clears throat> Absolutely. I agree with both those. 100%. But if you just want to buy like two months worth of toilet paper, that's cool with me. I don't care. Yeah. That's how I just I know. Anyways, I just know some people would be pissed. Buy a bunch. Sure. I didn't know where you guys' view were on the cigar industry. I think we all say the exact same thing. I didn't know. I mean, it kind of crossed over to the COVID type of deal too. Where if that guy's charging the same amount for those cigars, we're going, dude. He was smart. He stocked up during COVID because mm-hmm. he had the excess capital to be able to do that. And yeah, absolutely. All these other businesses are closing because they can't get those cigars now. And that guy was smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't look. I, I, I think honestly, I think it's kind of comparing apples to oranges. It is um, slightly different. Um, it is, but but I, I, I see where you're going with it. I think. Okay, look, I think there are certain shops that I've been in where I've thought to myself, "Why the fuck do you have all of this? Who's gonna buy?" You yes, don't sell your, your clientele your, won't buy that. Yeah, your your <laughs> shop. Cannot, I mean, this is like inventory for the next five years, okay? And then there are some shops you go into that literally are like, you know, like just-in-time inventory, right? Like, literally, they operate just-in-time. They move stuff, and they just order what they move, okay? That's that's another way to do it. And But either way, I think those are the extremes where you have the most risk, right? I think there's a middle ground where you keep enough inventory to, like, if there's a slowdown, if there's a pickup or whatever you're able to move. And it's okay to be out of stuff for a little bit, but mm-hmm. you don't want to be out of stuff for a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, if your logistics are super tight, just in time is the way to go, right? But sure. there's there's no way you're going to convince me or anybody who knows anything about cigars that the, the cigar industry logistics could ever be that tight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, no. No matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, it's just yeah. not that tight. Absolutely. Just not built that way. I don't think anything really is, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) You can't predict. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Well, it's interesting. One of the reasons the problem with toilet paper existed is that toilet paper was super optimized, right? They made exactly as much toilet paper as people bought. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. perfect. They were really fucking good at it. And then they right. had no ability to scale that up when everybody all of a sudden wanted a lot of it. Right. So when something unexpected happens, obviously there's the problem. But, like, before before COVID, toilet paper was dialed in. Mm-hmm. They knew exactly how many shits people were taking. Yeah, doesn't doesn't vary that much across <laughs> the population, I guess. The population. Oh. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh. So I was reading something like 
bizarrely interesting to me, and I don't know if you guys will find it that interesting or not. No. Probably um, not. Probably not, but that's okay. Somebody on here will, and they'll message me and say thanks for mm-hmm. talking about it. Um, Maybe. I just found it fascinating so I've been reading a lot about cigars and tobacco which is no surprise to anybody on the planet Uh, but one of the things I was reading about recently was sort of a surprise to me I didn't recognize how strong the cigar making unions in the United States of America used to be okay Hmm. So, so first off most cigars that were consumed domestically in the United States used to be made in the United States. So that's, that's number one that people may or may not know. There were thousands of cigar factories in, in the United States of America, mostly small. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, the cigar making union was used in the, in the late 1800s and early 1900s as a template for how, how other unions should function. And they did strikes all the time about all kinds of shit. Uh, they were an incredibly powerful union. The person that ran that union was uh, Samuel Gompers, who then led, created the AFL, which is still a thing. Um, American Football League? No. Uh, uh, American Federation of Labor, I think oh, it is. I You'll see you. it with AFL-CIO. <laughs> they combined. Yeah, yeah. He started that. Like That's how strong wow. the fucking cigar maker union was. Um, which just blew my mind. Because now... Almost no cigars are made in the United States comparatively. Mm-hmm. I mean, in addition to unions just not really being much of a thing compared to what they used to be, like it's just a fascinating change in you know a hundred years that it was you know a lot of American-made, union-made cigars, and now you have almost nothing made in America in the cigar industry. Mm-hmm. Just kind of blew my mind. Sure. Well, I mean, it's like a lot of things, right? They should be. They should be made in America, though. Let's bring them back. But there I are think, some. I think it's hard because this is not where the inputs are. Right. I mean, cigar costs. If you look at a cigar made in Miami oh, geez, yes. versus <laughs> what's that? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, dude, it's. <laughs> You'd have to pay them 15 bucks an hour to roll the cigars, and then you'd have to pay $200 for the cigar. <laughs> well, right. And, yeah, and forget that, yeah, I mean, the rolling cost, all of that. But even just, I mean, now I got to pay to bring in Nicaraguan tobacco to use into the cigar, and I got to pay to get this from Ecuador or this from whatever, and it's like, I mean, yeah, cigar costs would go up, which brings me to another thing, and, and, I'm, and I want your guys' thoughts on this. This kind of plays into something else, because I'm looking at this situation right now where I'm seeing all of these companies laying people off, right, across a whole bunch of industries. Sure. And... I don't know when things might get better, okay? But I'm looking at this like, man, how is this going to affect? And I know a lot, look, I know a lot of people say cigar consumers, cigars in general are kind of like recession-proof or whatever to a certain degree. But if we're if we're losing out 
like demographic of people that are cigar smokers that are whatever. I mean, this is going to have an effect on our industry as a whole. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. That worries me. Depends how many people for how long all that, Mm -hmm. you know, all the factors. Mm -hmm. But, and I don't, I, I guess my, I wonder if it would actually impact the entire cigar industry or if it would just impact the premium cigar industry. So, like, if I if I love my cigars that much, and I that sure. smoke break is my relaxation, and it's you know part of my identity at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot of people, it is. Maybe they don't reach for that opus, right? Maybe they buy something at a gas station for twenty bucks for a bundle, and they live with right. it for a while. Right. So I, I was talking to another buddy of mine, and, and this goes back, and we've talked about this, but he found uh, a bundle cigar that he can tolerate, okay, or not, whatever, mm-hmm. and he's kind of turned it into, like, if I don't feel like, if I feel like just smoking and I don't have time to enjoy something, this is what I'll smoke. Sure. And I, and I said... You shouldn't be upset about that. I'm like, you're the luckiest man alive because you found something that costs, you know, a lot less than what you normally smoke that you could still somewhat enjoy. Yeah. You know? Let's just hope not too many people can do that. But my point is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a fair point. I think people may be, because look, man, the, very, very few people could afford to smoke Davidoffs every day. I don't care how much fucking money you have. If you're smoking multiple Davidoffs a day, that's an expensive fucking habit. Okay? Um, but those guys that are like that are typically less susceptible to economic downturns, right? So I could see the ultra premium being okay. I think, and then the bundle stuff might pick up. But it's the stuff in the middle, like a lot of our favorite, you know, Boatsteague brands um, that are hurt in that dynamic. Yeah. I don't know. Not good. Just things I'm thinking about. I guess I'm thinking out loud on the podcast, but. Yeah, I mean that's half what we do anyway. Right. If people come here for finished opinions, they're they know they're looking in the wrong spot. Right. This is more of a <laughs> hypothesis factory. Yeah, well, and one of the things that I think has really kind of kept cigars in a good spot for now, because they're selling more cigars than than pre-COVID, really, like total cigars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's really worked is that people are one of the reasons is people are working from home and have more time to smoke during the day while they're working from home. But if those same people are laid off, are they smoking those cigars or what are they doing? Or are they just going through what they have stocked up right now? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's tough. But yeah. I don't know. It, it, my my biggest fear about the whole thing is that we come out the other side, and this is going to happen. Um, 
with you know fewer small businesses and more opportunity for those who have to yep. have a lot more. Yeah. There is a very worrisome wealth gap disparity happening in this country. That does not bode well. Um, yeah, and, and historically you know, speaking, right. And I agree with that, but also aside from that, like, because we could talk about that for for days. Yeah. But even just taking up a portion of that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a store like a restaurant closes. Right. And it gets bought out by uh, Applebee's or Subway or you mm-hmm. know whatever whatever is gonna find its way through till the end of this. I feel like every consumer loses something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the the little guys are going to get, I mean, and and listen, I feel this too right now. I'm just being honest with you guys. The little guys are getting squeezed the most, whether that's restaurants, cigar companies, uh, you name it, anything Mm -hmm. where it's, it's consumable, right? It's just very hard, you know? People are not going to the, the grocery store down the street. They're going to the big chains. They're not going to the small restaurants typically because they're taken out from the big ones. They, they feel maybe they could trust it more, right? Well, or those are the probably ones the exact that, opposite. Got think, their online ordering or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah, a lot absolutely. of the small ones can't afford. They've got to have the same staff. But they're not bringing in the same amount of money because of either just car pickups or, you know, they're at a quarter capacity or whatever thing. I mean, if you're operating with full staff, but you're only bringing in quarter of the money, you can't afford to do that for very long. I don't no. care who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, man. Like, I think most small businesses and especially restaurants and stuff are not operating with anything near to a full, you know, full staff, right? I think a lot of them have really scaled back and have adjusted, but again, look, when, and this is not to, are there wait staff and stuff like that that are, like, if I'm looking at it from a cigar smoking perspective, sure, are there, you know, whatever, not that's probably not your typical cigar demographic because first of all, they're younger. Okay. A lot of times and cigars aren't their thing. Right. So like, are you really loot? Like if that, whatever, but when this all started, I said, no one's going to care until the white collar jobs start being lost. Right. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. You guys probably remember me saying that I said, it's not going to sink in until now. My buddy got laid off. My buddy's buddy got laid off. My brother got laid off. My my sister, my mom, my dad, I got laid off, right? Sure. Now it's real. So, I don't know, man. It's just, it's crazy. Yep. I don't know. I feel like, so somebody who's not in that position of having, you know, gotten completely fucked by everything... Um, when when we do try to go out, we try to stay with more local options and we try to tip really well and all that good shit. So mm-hmm. I would encourage other people to do that as much as you can too to yeah. try to try to help other people if you're not fucked. 
That's pretty much the same thing yeah, we've absolutely. been doing. I'm trying to go uh, these local mom and pop restaurants to pick up food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Really, other than that, we don't go anywhere. But yeah, some some dinner or lunch on the weekend we go to pick up at uh, mostly the local places. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you want it to be there at the end of this, mm-hmm. buy it yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. There's yeah, that's a lot for, of small businesses for real. struggling. In anything, not just cigars, but... Yeah. Or your restaurant, but yeah, if you want that company to still be there, you you need to be supporting them. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, man, it really is. I will tell you one, one industry that is not... Uh, been affected natural gas fucking road construction oh. what's that <laughs> natural gas natural gas i don't know has it no we're booming we've set record months the last four months because right? everybody's at home yeah everybody's still using natural gas man we're hiring people anybody in the tulsa area <laughs> if you're listening and need a job contact us <laughs> or if you're willing to relocate to the Tulsa or area if you're willing to with Drew. relocate yes we are hiring <laughs> that's awesome to hear man it really is or Kansas City if anybody's listening to Kansas City there is a spot there as well <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I think I would take Tulsa over Kansas City yeah Kansas City's nice to visit Mm-hmm. Oklahoma has great cost of living, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 What's the worst part about living in Oklahoma, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that you're living in Oklahoma. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I have stereotypes in my mind, having only driven through it, but I don't I don't actually know. I think the only I say only. The only bad part that's not really bad, but everything uh, we're last for like everything here. So mm-hmm. anything new that comes out, it comes out on your east and west coast and slowly trickles inward. And so we're months, if not years, behind people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 1954 there. No, not like that. We're not living in teepees and stuff. But <laughs> so people did in 1954. <laughs> people people think they still do here in Oklahoma. A lot of Indian land. I don't think any of them live in teepees anymore. No, I don't think so. But uh, we're not like behind like technology. I mean, we all have, you know, <laughs> running water and we we systems. have rotary phones. What's but like we're we're gonna be last for fashion stuff. We're gonna be last for uh, movie premieres. We're gonna be last for since we don't have like a a, a big capital either. Oklahoma City, um, we're you know big concerts and stuff like that. A lot of times won't come here. Stuff like that. So cultural stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure other stuff. I'll I'll let you guys know in like two years when it gets here, but. <laughs> hey, you guys heard about Hamilton? Yeah. <laughs> so what's that? 
Well, and even cigars. You guys talk about a lot of cigars I've never freaking heard of. No. And, and well, they don't get to me though either. And right? you don't I find just look them on the internet. Well, yeah. Yours is a a little different situation too with where you live. Yeah, we're not. Uh, I wouldn't say we're we're fashionable. We don't really aim for fashion in Wisconsin. <laughs> Was yeah, Packer I mean, said he is fashionable. But really, bro, that's the Midwest in general. I mean, even Chicago is a big city, but it's not like New York or L.A. Or It's still, I always tell people it's the biggest small city you'll ever be in. I mean. How is, how is it small? Because it just doesn't. There's, I don't know how to explain it, man. But people that have been here or spent time here, they agree. Like, it, it's not, you don't have, like, that pretentiousness of, I mean, you're talking about, a, like, 3 million people, 4 million people. You know, and it, by and large, it's not that big. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you could be from here to here in, like, half an hour. You know what I mean? Like you can't get anywhere in Chicago in half oh, an hour. Stop it! There's no traffic. <laughs> He's got to know when to go. Oh, well, shit. if we got rid of all the Wisconsin drivers, it would be. Then you'd be all right. Yeah. Those assholes. Always coming to Chicago to try and be cool. It's gonna take a lot more than that. <laughs> No, that's good. <laughs> Actually, man, look at I've had the state of was in, and it's funny because uh, Tyler was talking about he was talking to one of his customers about how you know, like there's a lot of guys like at Lake Country that have really gotten behind Patina and all of them. They're like, it's kind of funny to see all these Packer fans supporting a Bear fan. You know what I mean? Just like making a joke out of it. <laughs> and uh, or was that you, Kyle? One, that was- one of you guys. I was talking to, to uh, I think it was Mape, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I thought it was Tyler. Um, but it's just cool, man. I mean, yeah, there's been, and I, and I joke around about Wisconsin a lot, but I, I will tell you, some of the nicest fucking people in the world. And that's not a joke. Uh, I just like to talk shit because it gets cow going, but. I mean, that's half the fun, right? That's the only yeah. reason I pay any attention to football at all is to give people oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, yeah. But I don't know, man. Even six cigars could even bring, bring Packers and Bears fans together. It's pretty solid. As long as they don't talk about football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, any... Uh, self-respecting beer fan would know that we really don't have much to talk shit about. I do it just to rally you up, but I mean, in reality, the Bears fucking suck. They're 3-0, and man. Oh, it's the biggest bullshit 3-0 and in the world. Don't the Packers suck, too? I mean, I wouldn't say they suck. <laughs> they're, they're not their best ever. Okay. I was just saying they're both kind of bad. At least currently. Well, Green Bay will have a, definitely a winning season. Yeah. I won't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Packers and the Bears have this thing where both teams are not allowed to be good at the same time. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. 
just to give the other group a, a, a little time to shit on everybody. So they so they're now allowing, uh, I guess they've legalized some sort of gambling in Illinois now, right? Like on sports and stuff. And so I listen to sports talk radio, and there is multiple commercials for this stuff. There is the uh, announcer, like there, some of the radio segments are sponsored by by these gambling uh, venues. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what could possibly be more dangerous than an economic downturn and a spike in gambling venues? Well, that's how I'm going to make my money if I get laid off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Put it all on Aaron Rodgers. Right. That's a dangerous mix. What can you do? What else we got, Cal? I told you we didn't have anything to start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we made it this long. That's it. That's all we had. We had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just like every week. Uh, we're like, uh, we're like the, uh, Seinfeld podcast. What's your podcast yeah. about? It's a podcast about nothing. Yeah. What do you guys talk about? We talk about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it called the Sultans of Smoke? Well, there's there's about five minutes of cigar talk. <laughs> it's more of a life, you know, it's a philosophy. Sultans of Smoke is not a cigar cast or a podcast. It's a philosophy. Is it? I don't know. I mean, I have a degree in philosophy, and this is not what we talked about. Maybe you should have. Yeah. <laughs> I got ripped off. You guys were doing saying. it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, unbelievable. We still got uh, Smoke Maniac. Yeah. Discount code? Yeah. Smoke, smoke like, like a Sultan? Sultan. 15% they... off, I believe, oh. we uh, confirmed. What's that? 15%. Yeah. Are they giving away those those shirts, too? Did I read about that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they have any left. But, yeah, they've got a couple different brands, including Patina, that, that threw in some, you know, just a little bit of swag or whatever. And you get it with a box purchase, I believe. And then they have a grand prize that they're giving away uh, at the end. Um, but yeah, man, those guys do it right. Uh, there's a lot of shops that are, that are getting with it, man, and really doing a nice job of expanding their, their reach, uh, various ways. Um, again, the shops that have like these unique offerings and portfolios of, of cigars that they offer, uh, are able to build out of just their geographical area, right? Um, because the reality is if your humidor is just like everybody else, then people can go anywhere, right? Yeah. But some of these shops that have unique humidors that have, you know, different stuff and stuff you can't always find everywhere else, those guys are, are they're, footprint is getting so much bigger right because they're willing to ship 
they're willing to whatever, and, and they're able to do that. So you're saying they're extending their reach around the country? Yes. Better believe it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all about the reach around. Mm-hmm. Are those Sultan cigars sold out? No, I'm not smoking. It's cold as shit. <laughs> what? What is it, like 65? No, it's not that cold. I just didn't want to tonight. I've had some <laughs> allergy flare-ups. It's 52. I've uh, I've actually had a friggin' sinus infection since last week. Brutal. Everybody I know has terrible allergies right now, even if you don't have allergies. Yes. It's just uh, awful. I, I don't, Ooh. and it came on, man. It's yeah, terrible. same, man. I, I have, like, nothing, but right now, it's awful. Yeah. So, And I'm allergic to penicillin. So I get shitty meds. I don't. I don't get the good stuff. So it takes twice as long to to knock things out. Uh, Sultan cigars. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, I'd have to look. I haven't talked to Vince. If you're interested in them, bnbcigars.com. I'll search while you guys talk about nothing. Yeah, I was searching too. Oh, you are. To enter my birth date. <laughs> That's Ugh. what I was thinking. I was just God. make something up as long as it's old enough. <laughs> yep, I just did. <laughs> so, do you guys remember while you guys are looking that up? Do you guys remember when I talked about that Nikola company, that electric vehicle company? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Remember I said that they were in a bunch of shit and whatever, so their chief executive resigned last week. Um, And then just saw a headline, now two women are coming forward and and filing sexual abuse complaints against them. I mean, you're talking about a guy that, like, a month and a half ago was worth a billion dollars. And, I mean, that is a fall from grace. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that. Sometimes I think that uh, people will build people up just to see them fucking fall. Looks like uh, two sampler packs left and seven boxes of Legacy. That is not much. Better get them while they're hot. They're smoking really well right now. They fucking are. <laughs> you know, it's always awkward to, to buy something where, like, you talk to the person who who makes it, not knowing if it's going to be great or not. Because, like, I was like, these are probably age pretty good, but I'm going to buy a box of each, and if they suck, I'll just have to tell Drew and Mo they suck and try not to say it on the podcast too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like when I tried Patina for the first time, and I was like, oh man, I hope I don't have to tell Mo that this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, um, but. I was very pleasantly surprised with with you know every one of those cigars. Thank you. Yeah, those that they did on the man, I I, I smoked uh, the Maduro. I think was it two weeks ago on the podcast, and it was pretty damn good, man. I I was really happy with how those uh, have come along. They're like a treat. <laughs> <laughs> little snack. 
Tasty treat. <laughs> Those are the last nine items out there. If you want them, I'm not kidding. There won't be more. There is no they've been, more. They've been napping waiting for you. There are zero more after that. 100%. That's it. No finding them in the back of a... No. Unless you decide to buy the rest, whoever you are, and hoard them. Yes. And sell them for a lot more money. Ooh. That could be good. I think I do have... Secondary Sultan's Market. I do have, like, a box at the house, but I'm not going to find that in a year and sell it. I'm going to slowly smoke them. (laughs) You'll release the Sultan's Lost and Found, which is... One box of cigars. <laughs> we have one box, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Found it in the back of my humidor. <laughs> that will not be happening. What else we got? Anything else for tonight? I don't know, man. No? been nice to talk to you guys yeah what's in your mouth mo a cigar which one i'm smoking a mombacho cosecha 2012 yeah yes sir that's choice it's good cigar man good cigar nice yeah uh what is it fucking tobacco's from 2012, talking eight-year-old tobacco now. Pretty cool. Yeah. Not bad. What you... made you reach for that one? You're just like random grab? Um. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just... Look, my... And we talked about this a little bit as well, but my th- this whole COVID thing has completely changed my approach to stuff I have in my humidor. You know, I'm not just going to sit on stuff anymore. That's it. If I feel like if I want to smoke something, I'm just going to smoke it. That's it. Yeah. You know? I mean, we bought these things to smoke them. Um, I'm over the whole, I got this from this, and I've got one, you know, a box of these from 1930. And, and, and I just, dude... I bought these things to smoke them. I, I don't have a museum. I have a humidor. Mm. Okay. And, and that's it. And just kind of coming to grips with that and saying, you know what, man, I've seen too many people my age, a little bit older and even younger, you know, that are unable to do certain things or, or whatever. Uh, and I just want to enjoy it. That's it. If I feel like smoking something, man, I'm going to smoke it. It's the way to go. Yeah. I feel like almost everybody is going to be like, right on, man. And then they're going to look in their humidors and be like, oh, I can't smoke that, though. Yeah, that's a that's mm-hmm. for, that's for a special occasion. <laughs> you know what? Right. You're breathing you and you can smoke a cigar. Damn. That's a special occasion. Damn right. Absolutely, man. No more taking anything for granted. 
But and what if that cigar sucks and you just built it up and saved it for a special occasion? Dude, that's true that, too. That guys, will happen. That, that happened. Remember on the podcast a few weeks ago? That yep. happened to me. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" If I would have known that, I would have just smoked that motherfucker the day I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Just smoke them. That's what you bought them for. Enjoy every minute of it. Well, to be fair, I did yeah. buy some specifically to age. Well, but you but you're gonna smoke them. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, I mean, that's you that's a subset of what you're talking about yeah. that I don't think applies the same way. No, no, no. You can Correct. buy them to age them. But there there are mm-hmm. people that actually have them that are like, oh, I'm I'm hanging on to this for mm-hmm. that one day, and it's like, what? What one day? What's what's gonna happen? <laughs> you're gonna for- I mean, forget it's in there. And never smoke right. it. <laughs> exactly. Your kids are going to wonder what the fuck you kept it for and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I don't know, man, your, your your anniversary could be special in a lot of different ways. But it's fucking Tuesday, right? Like, how are you going to make Tuesday special? Pick up that good cigar. Smoke a good then cigar. Yeah. That makes everything better. I think that's one of the most overrated Things about cigar consumption. Special occasion cigars? Yes. Yep. I think if this has taught us anything, this experience has taught us anything, it's that don't take a minute for granted. You know? Don't. You know, even now, like on days when I don't necessarily feel like going to the gym, I get my fucking ass in the car and I go. Because I just remember three months ago when you couldn't even fucking go and it wasn't a choice. Mm-hmm. You know? So I get yeah. my happy ass in the car and I go. I feel similarly when I think about going to the gym. Uh, I get my happy ass onto an app and order from my favorite curbside pickup pick local restaurant uh, mm-hmm. and get a cheeseburger so that they're still open so I can get more cheeseburgers later. Good deal. 100%. Same thing, just different, you know. <laughs> same, but different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exact same concept. I'm in great shape, I assure you. I mean, dude, it's just, if you got a cigar and you want to smoke it, it it's it's not there to look at. Don't be shy. You And if you want it to be. Just take the band off of it when you're done and put it on a cheap cigar. (laughs) You can still look at it. Now, here are the exceptions, right? If you get a box of Cuban cigars and it was rolled this year, do yourself a favor and put those away. (laughs) If you buy some Opus from this year, do yourself a favor and put those away. Okay, That's that same aging, buy it to age it that I just talked about. Exactly. That is completely understandable. But, you know, that fucking 10-year-old whatever that's sitting in your head, just smoke it, dude. I smoke it because it's a great cigar. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this completely works against me, by the way. I'm speaking like this as a as a person that wants people to enjoy their lives and, and, and just maximize every moment. I mean, I would love people to just buy cigars, let them sit, and then buy more cigars and let them sit, and buy more cigars and let them sit. But just, man, just smoke them, you know? 
Enjoy yeah. it while you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that for the, the days when I do decide that I want to just try new stuff, so I've mostly been sticking to old stuff, right? But right. just for that same reason we were talking about where sometimes shit is just terrible. Um, but I want to try it. Mm-hmm. I'll take like four or five cigars out in the time that I have for one cigar, just in case that one is like, if it's not good, boom, pitch it, move on to the next, right? And just move through everything that way. Because um, otherwise I have a giant stockpile of stuff in my humidor that I haven't tried. Mm-hmm. And I got to find out if it's good or not. The only way to do it is to smoke it. Absolutely. Got to burn to learn. Uh-huh. Right. So, I don't know. Pitch stuff if it sucks. Burn it all. Is that all for this week, boys? That's all I got. I think so. Maybe next week we can get Danny back. Yep. See what he's been up to. See how his modeling career is going. I'm positive it'll be going well. Good. I got no doubt. I hope so. What do you think he's going to model for? Like clothing, Crocs, underwear, Red Bull. I think he would want to model for underwear, but what would he get (laughs) as a modeling job? Crocs. Yeah. Something like Yeah. Uggs. He could be an Ugg model, maybe. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cow. How's your pumpkin spice latte uh, going? I've had, so I I got one from Starbucks. (laughs) It was awesome. Uh, And we've been making them here sometimes at home. Yeah, that's what you mentioned. And they're they're also awesome. I mean, I'll take pumpkin spice fucking everything. I I have no shame. I enjoy it. Do you, so this, are you going to stock up on the, I don't know what you need, (laughs) the spice (laughs) so that you can make your own? I think you can buy that stuff year round. Oh, can you? Yeah, I don't think it's as seasonal as they might. You can buy anything seasonal on Amazon anytime, anyway. Would you Would you like it still if you could get it out of season, or is it like the whole season that does it for you too? I feel like the season matters at least a little. Yeah, but I I would drink it anytime and be happy with it too. <laughs> so I'm cool with it. I mean, don't don't hate. I've never had one, so I wouldn't know. Really? Really. Do you not drink coffee? Oh, I drink a ton of coffee, but it's the way a man should drink a coffee. <laughs> black. Because a latte? <laughs> I usually drink black coffee, too, except for pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. I'll do uh, Starbucks, though. I'll do, if I go there, it's been... A year better, but um, there's salted caramel. That's good. Those I love. Yeah. Haven't been able to make that one at home, or I'd probably be like 500 pounds too. (laughs) I'd drink two or three a day. It's legit. Did we lose Mo? No, I'm here. Oh. He's drinking a pumpkin spice just, latte. Just enjoying the... Uh, zero chance. <laughs> well, no, not zero chance. If I was with you, I would do it 
for you because I think that would be a cool experience. Next time we get to hang out, we'll get yep. pumpkin spice lattes and go to Portillo's. That sounds amazing. Those will not go together at all, but it'll be <laughs> worth it. No, but hey, speaking of, so I obviously you guys know that I'm on this whatever diet, if you want to call it. I, I almost feel shameful saying that, but it's helped, and I've lost 17 pounds, so I'm happy. Um, so it's been worth it. But I, the other day, I allowed myself to have a detour day, is what I call it. And I got those spicy chicken nuggets from McDonald's. How are they? Fucking awesome. <laughs> now, now, that could be a product of me not having eaten anything like that for two months. But I love chicken nuggets to begin with from McDonald's. But these were, these were very good. I enjoyed them. What sauce do you do with spicy nuggets? I didn't do any. Oh, you just ate them? By themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And they are kind of, they got a little kick to them, by the way. They really do. I was surprised. I thought, okay, spicy, whatever. But no, they actually kind of are. <laughs> All right. So, so here's the question then. If you were to yeah. just kind of take that, that same group of chicken nuggets and sort of arrange it on a bun, would it be better than a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich? Anything is better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to get my dig at G Fizzle there. Oh, absolutely. No, no, Chick Fil A. They're, they're, listen, their stuff is quality. I just much prefer Popeye's chicken sandwich Chick Fil A. I, I don't even think it's. Um, I don't even think it's an argument. I, I think you'd have to be fucking crazy to think that Chick Fil A is better. The sheer volume, bang for your buck, and taste. I don't think I've ever had either. <laughs> I thought you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, I was going to, and then I never got by there to get one. You're missing out, man. That's I good. I guess I need sure. to still. You really are, man. That's my first, once I'm done with this, which I think next week will be my last, or this week is my last week, so I'm going to cycle off of it. What are you doing? What, yeah, I'm what gonna, is I'm the... What is the what is the diet? Well, I'm just doing like I'm doing a keto. Oh, I gotcha. Yes, I've been doing keto for it'll be two months, beginning of October. And uh, I think I I just don't want to do it any longer. Like not, I I need to cycle off for a while. I I need to introduce some stuff back into my diet. I think for my overall health. How long are you gonna cycle off? I don't know, man, maybe forever. Yeah. Because I, and I don't know if you guys are like this, but when you, like, okay, for example, like Red Bull, man, I used to drink that stuff all the time. But once I was off of it, that's it. I haven't gone back. I think I've had one Red Bull in the last three years. No joke, you know? But I mean, this is kind of the same way where it took a lot for me to commit to it and actually do it. I'm not sure that I would easily be able to do it again. Why don't you just add back in, stay on it, and add back in the things you want? Um, because then I wouldn't be on it. Well, for the most part, you still <laughs> for the most part you still would, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I can't go back to eating the way I was, regardless. Yeah. But I certainly want to introduce back 
fruits into my diet because fruits are terrible for keto. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's high um, sugar content. Yeah. So just stuff like that. Like I'm not looking to like go back to eating Portillo's three times a week. No, but I do got to, I, I want to introduce some of the healthier stuff that keto doesn't allow. And yeah, I just think for overall health, I think that's better than what I'm doing now for the long term. Yeah. Just add that stuff in and then you're good to go. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably try to stay low carb overall though, but not no carb. That's, it's fucking silly. Have you actually done like no carb pretty much? I saw so you, so you use this app and like you have an allotment based on your weight and what your goals are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about net carbs. Okay. Right. Yeah. So how many are, I, are you allowed? I'm allowed 28 net carbs a oh, day. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. So your options are limited. Yeah. That's half a breakfast. <laughs> Oh, dude, not even. You'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I do pretty good till dinner, so. Yeah, and it should really, I mean, like I was talking to one of my buddies that, and I don't even know how the fuck we're talking about diet. Yeah, I don't know, but oh well. I guess everybody, I, I think a lot of people are struggling with this right now in this COVID world, like weight gain and, and all of that. So maybe it's good. Maybe, maybe we'll inspire somebody to, to try to maybe if they've gained some weight, lose some pounds. Um, but I think like if you're, if you're working out like that meal right after the gym, if you're going to eat shit, that's the time to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then the rest of the day has got to be clean. And I've done that before and I lost weight a lot. But sugar is the killer, man. It really is. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I th- yes, I really think so. Yeah. More so than even like carbs. Mm-hmm. I think carbs is just the easy solution to be able to lose weight. It's not necessarily. Mm-hmm. There are some better than others, I believe, but. Or sure. some worse than others, however you want to put it. But yeah, sugar, man. Oof. We are not meant to eat that much sugar <laughs> at all. Yeah, dude, here, here's, like, something that, I mean, if you cut sugar, if you drink coffee, you cut sugar out. Don't drink pop, okay, or as you got, you know, soda. Um, <laughs> and you will literally lose a few pounds. Yeah, guaranteed. Won't even have to work out. And probably lose, feel, lose. feel a little better, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just from that. Absolutely. Everything in moderation. Just make just make healthier choices. Yep. Smoke those cigars. Enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Walk around the neighborhood while smoking a cigar. Absolutely. With no pants on. With no pants on if you want. Probably only get away with that one once. Depends on what neighborhood you live in. Might make some money. <laughs> What I don't know. Well, guys, it's been real. Always been real. It's been fun. That's true. It's been real fun. <laughs> Just want to leave people with one one additional quick thought. Yeah, uh, get it. If you think about these two phrases, the words mean basically the same thing, but they 
as a phrase mean very different things. So if you think about butt dial and booty call, those words are very confusing. How long did it fucking take for you to come up with that? No time at all. I'm just sitting here thinking about other things while you guys were talking about uh, carbs. <laughs> carbs. <laughs> hey, that was awesome, Kyle. Yeah. You don't want to mix the two up either. No, you don't. You don't want booty call your mom. <laughs> no. Oh God! I mean, God. Maybe if you're in Alabama. <laughs> uh, well, next week, guys. All right, guys. Good. Have a good one. Cheers. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us. Um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions comments for the show and we will catch you guys next week thanks <laughs>